Hello, ladies. We are back with another episode of In the Meantime, a lifestyle and personal growth podcast for single Christian women over 40 who are actively waiting for a spouse and what that life looks like in the meantime. Now, I have been looking at the names of podcasts recently, and I find that there's a a few podcasts with the name in the meantime, so I might be changing it, but I guess it's a good time to change it after episode two than say episode 155. So it might be changing within the next week or two, so stay tuned for that. So let's go ahead and get started since we only have a few minutes. Let's recap what we did last week. So we talked a little bit about, um, well, actually a lot of bit about fear, and I know it was a bit heavy. Hopefully you guys went ahead and went to the website to read the additional blog posts I wrote about it that goes a little bit deeper into it, but also provides some resources, some books that I have read personally that I enjoy, and that would help with challenging your fears. So if you want to go to the podcast, to the blog post, it's at rootandcedarco.com. That's R-O-O-T and cedar, C-E-D-A-R, co, C-O.com. And all you have to do is click the blog link. So did you guys do the quiz by any chance to figure out what your archetype is? With fear, remember mine were procrastination. I was a rule follower. So, and then there was a third one in there. Um, what was I last week? I know I wrote it down. But any event, I hope you guys looked up, looked that up and took an opportunity to figure out the type of person that you are. You know what fears hold you back. Um, a lot of my fears were about. Um, doing the right thing and also being afraid of failing. Failing, So I hope you guys look that up. And did you by chance read the book by Ruth Sutka? So Do It Scared, that is the book title. And if you did, let me know on the blog post, leave a comment to let me know how you like the book. So because last week was a little bit deep, this week we're going to do something a little bit light and that is going to be about lifestyle, in particular, travel. Now, why do I bring this up? So I actually am on online dating sites, as I've said before, and on one particular site, Bumble, and this happens with every site. The guys seem to be doing the same thing. Depending on what site you're on, you'll see the, the same type of profiles. So on Bumble, a lot of guys want to see a woman who travels, you know, she must have a passport. She must love to travel. You know, we'll get along if you like to travel and go places. So I don't know who these people are, obviously. I don't know how much traveling these guys are actually doing. Like, I would be surprised if, you know, these guys are actually going somewhere that's like beyond the Bahamas or a trip across the border into Mexico. I've done a little bit of traveling for work and just for entertainment. So I have a passport. It is stamped to the brim, really, you know, just page after page. I've got stamps from Jordan, stamps from Kosovo, Australia, the UK, obviously. I've worked there. Um, I don't know if I told you guys that, but yes, I've worked there and lived in the UK for a couple of years. So I have, you know, been around a little bit. And what's interesting to me is that in Facebook group that I'm a part of, it's it's a Christian group, a question was asked recently by a young lady, 
I'm thinking she was long, young. Her picture looked maybe like she was about mid-20s or later. She asked, is it safe to travel? Not because of you know COVID, but in particular because she was a woman and how do you travel? And I thought it was really interesting, especially for women over 40, how many of us are actually taking the opportunity to travel? We have a lot of life experience. Some of us might have degrees. We've been working for maybe over a decade. Are we actually adding some unique and interesting experiences to our life, not because we're trying to attract a man, but because it just makes us all the more fascinating as women. And I want to encourage people to go out and travel. And I understand this might be a little controversial because of COVID. You could say, you know, Tori, COVID's happening. Are you living under a rock? Actually, I'm not living under a rock. For me, I like expanding my horizons. I like seeing God's earth. I think no matter what is happening in your life, pandemic or no pandemic, you can still be active in doing things and enjoying different experiences by just doing your research, doing the research on it. So I've decided to take a trip at the end of April. It is a bucket list trip, something I've been wanting to do. It is to go to Israel. Now, based on my research, Israel is pretty much inoculated the elderly population at 65 and over. So everyone has the vaccine there and they are on an aggressive plan to vaccinate everyone within the next month or two. So right now they don't require a vaccine to enter the country and you can still enter the country. So like I said, just doing your research, knowing exactly what you need to do before you go somewhere and what the climate is like in that area. But I really want to go with an old pastor of mine to walk where Jesus walked and to see just those places where he visited, where he preached, where potentially he was buried for three days. I think that would be an amazing experience. Every person that has ever gone to Israel that I know about and when I speak to other people and they've talked to people that have gone to Israel, they love it. It was once in a lifetime trip. You really ought to do it or maybe more than once in a lifetime, but it was something that should be done in your lifetime. So I'm really excited about that. And what I told the young lady in the Facebook group is, yes, go travel. Even as a woman, you can travel, even by yourself. I actually enjoy traveling by myself because I get to do whatever I want to do and I get to go places and see things that I want to see. And also, I get to stay in places where I want to stay in. And that brings me to my next point. Don't be cheap, okay? Do not be cheap, especially if you're traveling by yourself. I know some people who would say, oh, you know, let's stay in a hostel. Mm Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Maybe you've done backpacking a lot and that is your thing, but especially if you're not used to traveling like I am and you want to venture out of your comfort zone, do not do it on the cheap because what you're going to find out is after you've you know, crossed that bridge, you've gotten on the plane or you've gotten on the train and you're going somewhere and then to stay, to lay your head down at night 
or to shower, you're going to want to be in a place where you feel comfortable and it's not like dirty. It's not with, you know, 12 different people sharing the same bathroom. If you've been out all day long to see the sights and you you don't want to come back to a space that again, makes you feel uncomfortable and then you have to share it. And it's just why, why do that? So I say, don't be cheap. You know, you don't want to have to, you know, don't try to get a cheap motel or hotel with no amenities and you have to struggle through your vacation, you know, showering with dirty water or something like that. So highly rated and highly priced, you know, travel agencies have reputations to maintain and you could argue they're probably safer to go through than pulling, you know, your own a hostel out of somewhere. So I would also recommend, you know, using a travel agency. When I went to Australia, last minute trip, I wanted to see Rafa Nadal play in the Australian Open. I used AAA and it was great. I was able to do a tour of the shoreline near Melbourne. I stayed in a great place, stayed right in the heart of the city, a mile or almost a mile away from the the area where they played the tennis. So all the arenas and stuff. It was a great rock, great area, highly recommended. I used a really fancy travel agency for my trip, safari trip last year to Tanzania, worth every penny, worth every penny. The food, the luxury tents I stayed in, worth every penny. VIP tour guide, I mean, it was great. So I do recommend that. It will take away some of the fear that you might have about traveling alone if you're staying in a safe, nice location. And you don't want to stay in a place where it will be easier for someone to take advantage of you. And if you can't go overseas and you're fearful of COVID, I know in some places they're on a severe lockdown, you know, we really shouldn't be fearful. And the absence of fear does not equal throwing caution to the wind. So I'm not saying that. But you want to pick a place that's maybe similar. So say, stay at a bed and breakfast, you know, take a weekend trip somewhere. Or if you really want to go to Italy and see the vineyards, but you don't want to travel, you think it's unsafe or you can't, maybe there is a vineyard near where you live. Where I live here in the United States, in Virginia, there are plenty of vineyards around. So maybe go somewhere nearby, take a couple of days, quick, tiny vacation. And you may be thinking, but Tori, I don't, ooh, 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 nothing about I don't. Let's stop it right there. Whether it's money, whether it's, you know, the type of transportation that you have to take, what I want you to do is think to yourself whenever you want to say, I don't have, stop yourself and say, how can I? So, like we're looking at it right now in the you know in the situation that we're in with the pandemic how can i do this if i don't have any more time to take off from work well, wait a minute okay so let me stop it right there how can i actually take a quick vacation a quick travel you know something to expand my horizons how how can i do this so and one way to do it, especially if you're on a severe lockdown, is plan. So for this week, your action steps, what I want you to do is track how often you say, I don't have or I can't. Keep track of that feeling, you know, write it down and, and determine what feeling precedes I don't or I can't. 
are you even considering the option or do you just automatically say, oh, I don't have enough money or I can't do it. I can't travel. Oh, it's COVID. I can't go anywhere. Are you stopping yourself and considering how could you do something? How can you look at this issue or look at this problem and solve it in a way where you are actually living your life and enjoying it and not putting any sort of you know, blockages in front of you, you know, not letting things stop you. So stop yourself and say, how can I? And I want you to dream of a place to go and start your research, okay? Look at the time, length of stay, the cost and budget, and I want you to commit to a plan. Be excited and travel while you have zero commitments to a man. This is the perfect opportunity. I know some of y'all are probably already thinking, I can't, but I want you to stop. And I want you to consider, how can I do this? How can I budget for something? Where can I actually go? How much time will I need in order to be able to enjoy a new experience? So say, how can I? And push yourself into problem-solving mode, okay? It's going to take some brain power, and maybe you're not used to it, you know, because you're going to be working until you find the possibilities, but I encourage you to do it. I encourage you to not stay in the status quo, but to push yourself into problem-solving mode so you can live your life. Now, remember, do what's legal. I'm not asking anybody to do anything that's not safe. You know, follow protocols, do what's legal. That's exactly what I'm going to be doing when I head off to Israel, but still live your life. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive into the word. Today is Psalm 62.8. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us, Selah. Trust means putting your confidence in, putting all your hope into something. That's the word they're using for trust. And at all times, so in totality, in the whole, you're putting all of your trust at all times into the opportunities that come across you, okay? And you're pouring out your heart, so your inner man, what is central to you, what really matters to you, to his face. And the word for him is Elohim, the plural term meaning supreme majesty. So he is a shelter. God is a shelter for us, okay? He is going to protect us. He's going to protect us, our hearts, our minds, our emotions. He let him be our peace as we step out of our comfort zone to do something different. And Selah, pause, meditate. So take some time this week to meditate on what, where you want to go and how you can do it. And make sure you're telling yourself, I can. All right, I'll see you next week. Take care.